0: Hey y'all, it's your girl Jana Renee. I'm back with the Purity After Promiscuity podcast where we are redefining the women's word. It's been a while. I've been on a much needed break um, longer than usual. So I just am popping in for a moment um, just to catch up with you guys, just to kind of let you know that I'm here. Um, we'll be back soon with season six, but um, right now I'm kind. Just the words to leave me and some other things. I got some um, other things that I'm working on and that are um, in place. So um, before I carry on, I want to go ahead and let the drum roll and the countdown be Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hey guys, I am so excited to just pop in with you guys and just check up and see how you're doing. So please connect with me. Let me know um, how life been going for you. Let me know how your year ended, how your um, new year has begun, and what's going on, what's new. Um, I would love to catch up with you guys. Um, I miss you guys so much. It's been, um, it's been a lot going on. Life has been life, and as it has been for many of us, but. Um, you know, all this well, and so I just wanted to come on, I just felt the need, I had an unction in my spirit to just to come on and chat, right, there's not no, um, you know, like, no regular uh, episode where I have, like, a, you know, a theme or, you know, a title, this is just, like, me just speaking about some um, things that I have learned here in these last months, and things that I have um the Lord has so really begin working in me and, and just, you know, how I've been maintaining, right, and enduring through even trials and challenges and tough times, because I know a lot of people um, have been in that kind of season, been in like that valley kind of season, right? Um, we know about David, he said, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil, for thou art with me. And I think it's so easy to forget that when we are in those dark places and in those valleys, that God is with us. Because sometimes He's silent, or sometimes it just feel like He's not present, right? But the Bible tells us He'll never leave nor forsake us, and because He's omnipotent and He's omniscient, we know that He's always with us, right? And sometimes we have to really press. And to discern his presence. And so that's one thing that I have found. And really had to come, become real, a reality in my life is understanding that sometimes of the affliction or the persecution or the challenge or the trial, right? The fire, the warfare is really the Lord calling you to a deeper. And the Bible, it tells us a deep calling into the deep. And so sometimes we've kind of been on a, a level spiritually, like our prayer life's been on a level, our faith has been on a level, you know, the amount of time in the Word has been on a level, our fasting life has been on a level, you know, uh, just kind of the way that we have been navigating our spiritual journey with God. We've kind of like mastered a certain level of like we are used to the Lord speaking in a certain way. or used to seeing him show up in a certain way. You're used to being able, you know, to, to tap into the heavens, right? And to enter into the glory or to, or to you know, you know praying and fast and see, you know, a level of and so prayer. And sometimes when we get to that place, the Lord is like, okay, now I need you to go deeper. And I think the thing that takes this off guard, at least for me, is don't nobody really talk about that, right? People don't really talk about, like, how much it requires to to, to really walk this walk, right, and to, and to maintain this intimacy with the Lord. It's like you can't get stale and stagnant or complacent. You can't just stay on the same level, right? There's another there's another level and there's another level and there's another level. In the same way, like in your natural relationship, like if you're married or you know, you're in a relationship and you have gotten to know someone or you have gotten to a certain level of um vulnerability and a certain level of intimacy or you know, it's like if you just stop there, that's when you, you start feeling like the relationship, you know, it's gotten boring or it has gotten stale. You know, you feel like, okay, now I'm falling out of love. And it's because that now that you, you've conquered that level of, of knowledge or that level of understanding, that level of um, getting to know someone, it is now time for you to go deeper because we're all it, right? Like, in the onset... You don't allow a person to come in to a certain level right from the start. It's like it takes time to get to that level where you finally open up completely. And even in that, right, you always should be learning the person a little bit, especially yourself. You're always, because we're always growing and evolving. So you always gotta be intentional to learn, to, to understand the evolution of your spouse, to understand you know, how to connect with them in this new season, especially as, you know, milestones come. Maybe you have children. Maybe, you know, you you, you take on a new career. Maybe, you know, you experience a loss. Maybe, you know, something happens and there's a shift in life and it creates a milestone. And now a person has to pivot and to learn to navigate a new normal or they have to become another Um another version of themselves, right? Because, again, like, we're we're, we're going from faith to faith and glory to glory. And in the same way, God is so multifaceted. Like, we'll never know the totality of who he is on this side of eternity in the end. And in that, every time we reach a certain place where we feel like we've gotten comfortable with God, then all of a sudden, it's like he begins to shake things up. It feels like your whole life is shaking. It feels like, you know, the bottom has fallen out. Like, you know, it feels like, you know, all of a sudden, you know, trials and tribulations just come and and sudden unexpected things, you know, start coming your way and, and things are not going the way you thought that they would go and now you find yourself in a place where you you're feeling like you're lost and you don't kind of know where what happened and why you're in this space. And, and and that's because God is trying to say, I need you to come deeper. I need you to go into another level of prayer. I need you to go into another level of worship. I need you to go into another level of praise. I need you to go deeper. I need you to go deeper in the word. I need you to go pursue me more. I need you to seek The Bible tells us those that, you know, um, seek him, with all of their heart, right? He like, says, you know, when it talks about he'll grant us the desires of our heart, you know, it tells us that if we delight ourselves in the Lord, right, he shall grant us the desires of our heart, or he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. What does it mean to diligently seek the Lord? So when you diligently doing something, you're doing it with a lot of intentionality, you're doing it with a lot of purpose, You're doing it with a lot of focus, right? You're you're giving a lot of effort, right? You're going the extra mile. You're not stopping, you know, at, you know, just the bare minimum. It's like you're going all the way. You know, you're pushing yourself. It's even like if you're working out, you're working out and you you may have gotten to a place where you finally hit your and You may be doing like five miles. And then now you want to go a little further. So it's like you gotta push yourself, you know, to go to do five and a half miles, right? And it's the same way with our faith and our journey with the Lord. Like he say, like we get to the place where yes, we, we have built up our faith and we have built up our prayer life. We have built up, you know, certain areas of our spiritual life and our spiritual maturity in him, and now we have to push ourselves, we have to press past that level, and go to the next, and, and a lot of times, that's created in chaos, So it's created in affliction. it's created in, you know, the fire, the refiner's fire, right, and so it's, nothing is ever happening, it's happening to us, it's happening for us, and I know, I know, like myself, I don't always like to hear that kind of thing, because it's like, what's that even mean, right, <laughs> it's like, Lord, do, do you really got to allow me to go through all this suffering? Do you really got to allow me to go through all this affliction? Do you really got to allow all this warfare? Do you really got to allow, you know, all of these challenges, you know, to teach me, <laughs> to, to, to take me to another level? But the answer a lot of time is yes. So truth be told, if we didn't experience the, the, the distresses, the, 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 the storms, right, we wouldn't be on our knees, you know. It's it's so easy to get caught up in our just everyday routine when everything is going well. It is so easy to do, right? When you're when everything, you, you, you know, in your life and your finances, your relationships, your children, your marriage, your, you know, your, your, all the things, right? And when everything is going well, it's so easy to be caught up in your day-to-day routine, you know. Okay, I get up, I pray for 30 minutes, I'll read my word for 30 minutes, okay, then i start my day, right? But there's really, like, you just kind of become common. Like, your time with God becomes common, and it just becomes a part of a schedule. You just, like, check it off. And and because he's an uncommon God, and because he's a holy God, and because he's a sovereign God, we can never choose uncommon. And when we get to a place where God is common to us, then we need to really sit down and take inventory of our life. And really kind of where we went wrong. Because he is to be reverenced, He is to be honored. It is a privilege and an honor to to be able to just pray. And enter into his presence. It's a privilege and an honor to serve him. And, and to just be able to enter into the holies of holies. Right? And the minute we think that. That that is just something that we're old. Or like we're entitled. Or you know it's an afterthought we're missing with. And so sometimes God has to shake it up, right? And it's not always because you're you're doing something wrong. Maybe you're not listening, but maybe God is just simply saying, I need you. I need more, right? <laughs> I need more. I need more of your time. I need more of your devotion. I need more of your faithfulness. I need more of your obedience. And that's a hard place. Like, it is a hard place, you know, but... God is so good because even in the midst of adversity, he is there. He is there. He's not going to let you overtake you. He's not going to let you be overtaken. But we we don't experience any temptation that is not common to man. But even in the face of temptation, he will provide us a way of escape. And sometimes the way way of escape is going up. Right? Going up. Psalms 24 Talks about who can ascend the mountain of the Lord, you know, who can stand in his holy place? Those that have clean hands and a pure heart, right? When your hands are clean, you know, that is that is your intentions, your deeds, your actions are pure. When your heart is clean, your motives is pure, right? And sometimes in order for us to ascend, God has to get our motive in, in the right perspective. Yeah, sometimes maybe the things we're doing, maybe the serving that we're doing, maybe the 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 you know, the um teaching that we're doing, the ministry that we're doing, right? Maybe something we're doing. We're not doing it with clean hands. Maybe, you know, our intention isn't right. Maybe we have a selfish ambition. Maybe, you know, we're you know, you know, have a have a reason that really is not to honor the father, but maybe it's the honor to honor you know, get get the um the the glory to not the glory, but to receive, you know, the applauses of men, right? You know, sometimes maybe, you know, we're we're desiring something. We're desiring a position. We're desiring attention. We're desiring, you know, um to be elevated, right? And so we do certain things and it may be things that are good, but maybe it's our intentions. Maybe our motive, maybe our our integrity, right? And so it's all kind of reasons why God will allow the the fire because it's, it's to purify us so that we can ascend because it's the pure in heart that shall see God, right? It is the pure in heart. and so we want to be clean before a holy God, right even and even in that our righteousness, is will be right. However, it's because it's so of His grace and His mercy. He still allows us to enter into His presence, and the way we can go to that next level in His presence is when we on our face. It's when we're desperate for Him. And um, I don't know about you, but um, since over here I ain't desperate for God until I'm in a situation, and I'm just being honest, right? I mean, oh, oh. Like, oh, you know, that thing didn't do like what I thought it would do. It said all oh, that. It's like, to be honest, a lot of times we just don't have a desperation until we have a desperate situation, right? And so, because God understands that and He knows that about us, He often
1: allows
0: circumstances to become desperate because you, you'll find yourself. Even people who do not believe in Jesus, when they get into a desperate situation, will call on those that they know have a relationship with God and will ask them to pray. Why? Because they are now in a desperate situation. Even people who don't go to church and thinking about church, don't read a Bible, don't do any of that, will call on the name of Jesus when they get into a desperate situation. Because that's what drives most people to their knees. That is what drives most people to to cry out to the Lord. Is when that situation get desperate, okay? Even the children of Israel, right? They was in bondage for over four hundred years, but it got to a place they have for sure been crying out all that time. But it got to a place where something about their cry must have got more desperate. It says that their cry came before God. He heard their cry and then he remembered. He remembered the covenant he swore with their forefathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Sometimes God has to allow circumstances to create a cry in us so that it can come up before him and that he can remember the promises that he gave you. Do it always feel good? No. Do it feel like you're not going to be able to endure or make it. Yes, also, like? Do you think of seeing like God is silent or He's forsaking you or He's not there or He doesn't care? Yes, because God don't. He's not moved by our emotion. Like we're moved by emotion. He's not moved by emotion. And so, even though we're 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 crying out and and where our emotions are are getting the best of us and, and, you know, we're sad and, you know, we're feeling hopeless, you know, we're feeling disappointed, we're feeling discouraged, we're, we're feeling all of these emotions and we're crying out to God in the midst of it and we think that that's when God is going to answer us and oftentimes it's not. And not because he's withholding or because he's ignoring a but because he understands the process. It says, let patience have its perfect birth. All things are, are made beautiful in its time. So because you're crying, I'm crying because I don't like what I'm going through, but the process may not have been completed. Right? Patience ain't have this perfect life. All things ain't became beautiful yet, but it shall happen at its appointed time. And those are not things that we hear want to hear all the time we want to hear like at least me i want to hear like, the Lord is doing it now he's doing it today he's changing my circumstances right now okay that's that's what i want to hear you know i don't i don't want to hear you know it's gonna happen in this perfect time or you know talking about patience you know but a lot of times that's what god is working in us patience right and we don't always understand because his ways are not our ways, his thoughts is not our thoughts. But he knows the plans he has for us, and he's for a hope in the future and to bring it to an unexpected end. And so, what can we say, even in the midst of persecution and adversity? You know that we don't, we fear not because Christ Jesus has already overcome the world. Right? He already told us we're gonna experience life, life on life for everybody, life on life. <laughs> But the difference between us and those that do not have Christ is we not in the boat by ourselves. It may be a storm, but our anchor is in the Lord. Our anchor is not in us. And so, I just want to, you know, encourage someone to say keep pressing, keep believing, keep trusting in. And don't be afraid to go to that deep place. Don't, don't be afraid to allow God to take you deeper in prayer, deeper in the word, deeper in your praise, deeper in prayer, deeper. And fasting, you know, sometimes you gotta fast. Crucifying <laughs> that flesh, that flesh don't like to die, right? That flesh don't like to die. That flesh wanna live, and wanna rule, and wanna reign. And that's why we got to dilate daily. That's why we can't be governed by our flesh because our flesh is not saved. Our flesh is not saved. We are born in sin and shaped in iniquity. This flesh has constantly, we have to bring it under subjection to our spirit. And the way we do that is to take off the old man and put on the new man. Because we are new patients in Christ Jesus. So that means we gotta seed our spirit so we can read life. We gotta read. it's imperative to read your word. You wanna hear the voice of God, read the word of God. That is his voice. It is imperative for you to spend time in the secret place. Quiet yourself, quiet the noise, turn everything off. Be quiet before the Lord. It is imperative for you to have a prayer life. You have to pray every day. You should be praying multiple times a day, but at least every day. And I'm talking to myself here, okay? You know, it is imperative. You should live a fasting lifestyle. Everybody not at the same level, that's okay. But usually, even if you fasting once a month, you start off once a month, one day, where you just turn down your plate, even if it's worth so many hours a day. You have to learn how to practice your spiritual discipline. Otherwise, you are constantly going to be ruled by your flesh. And you're gonna find yourself in compromise because the more you feed your flesh, this stronger of and your flesh wants. It's gonna lead you to sin. <laughs> it's not gonna to... listen to my flesh. We want to do all kind of stuff, okay? It wants to do all things. However, I can't I listen to my flesh, and sometimes I do. Sometimes I give in, and they I look to know that somewhere I am not bringing my flesh under subjection to my spirit. I'm not killing my flesh. My flesh is too strong. My flesh is too strong. When the moment I'm being led by the flesh and when I know what to do, I know what the word may say about the situation so I'm saying, But because my spirit is, my spirit is willing, right? My you know, but my flesh is weak. And so therefore, because it's weak it is to die. It has to be put on the altar. And that's not easy. It's not easy. But we can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. And because he's given us a helper, the Holy Spirit, a Comforter, we can do it. Not in our own strength, but in the power. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his mighty right? In the power of Holy Spirit, you can overcome. You can you know, crucify your flesh. You can't go to that deep place that God is calling you to. because In this season, to prepare for really, truly what's to come, you've got to be anchored in the Lord. You have to be anchored in Him. and You have to know that you know. You cannot be, you know, uh you can't be double-minded. You can't be talked about um, by every of doctrine. Right? You can't, you know, be... Um, deceived by false doctrine, false teachings, even what you see. You've got to be able to know that you know that Jesus Christ is Lord and who your God is and who you are in Christ Jesus. Seated in heavenly places, right? Far above. And so, I just want to say be encouraged. Be encouraged. Even if you feel like you you, you didn't get it right. Even if you feel like you missed it. Get up. A righteous man fought seven times. But he gets up gets up every time. So be encouraged. Get up. Confess. Repent. Ask God to give you the strength and keep going. Don't give up. Because the blessing is on the other side. Uh-huh. I hope this encouraged somebody. I'm just gonna give myself a little cheer. Because if all you did was make it, survive 2023 and you would experience that all types of you know life with life and things you, you know what, then that is a reason to celebrate. So that cheers for you for whoever this is for, if that's all you did, if you just came through with your mind, if you didn't lose your mind, I, I clap for you. Just know, like, that sometimes that's all that it is that we can do. <laughs> and, and God is still pleased. Come on, somebody. Sometimes you just make it through and you still save, okay? Because if sometimes you, I know I've got That's okay, so I just want to say, the heck with this? What is this? But God, but God, listen here, I, it ain't me. I ain't that strong. It is nothing but hope. <laughs> he who lives in me that is greater and he that is in the world. Because it be moments that I want us to throw in the town. But because I have a God who is faithful and he's merciful and he's kind and he's present and he's loving. And that he don't allow me to be overtaken by my own emotions or what I think or what the enemy is trying to deceive me to believe. God is there. He's keeping me. Even when I don't realize it. Even when it don't feel like it. He's keeping me and he's keeping me too. So, again, y'all, holler at your girl like comment share if you are listening on a platform where you are able to um comment please do so leave a review if you listen to a platform you can leave a review um also stay tuned um i don't have an exact date yet but season six will be coming soon i promise you that and um i'm I'm so excited because i'm sure that it's going to be great and it's going to be amazing and so um I don't know. I don't know if I'll pop in before that or what. I have the lead, leads. up to him, but continue to support the podcast. I thank each and every one of you guys for every download, every stream, every listen. It means so much to me. I appreciate you. I couldn't be here. I couldn't do it without your support. And so um, I just want to say thank you so much. Uh, even to any new listener, just welcome to this platform. Um, Please feel free to go and listen to some of the other episodes that I have on the um on the podcast we have five seasons and so it's a lot of good episodes episodes that I have guests on and just like the Holy Spirit is moving and speaking so I'm sure um, that you'll be blessed and just um, again hit me up let me know um, and I will talk to you again next time and just remember that your past does not define you it develops you and you are worthy